dick right now. I get it how I live it. Wait a minute. I live it how I get it. What? Come to motherfucking digits. I pull it with a lemon. Wait a minute. Not cause she ain't living. What? It's just Wait your eyes get acidic. And this ain't what? a scrimmage. Wait a minute. Motherfucker, we ain't finished. What? I told you we won't stop.
check all the bars, they're mostly married men. You just look at it, they're mostly married and they're in there, they're dreading going home. And they're in the bar, oh shit. Make me another drink, Earl. Oh God, I got to go home to the wife, yeah. I don't know, Earl, yeah. Well, you know what, make it a double. She wants to fuck tonight. Oh God, well, here's to her. Oh God. And he go in the house, honey, I'm home. And start drinking some more. And the in-house drunk is a motherfucker because he says things when he gets to drinking. And once that, that alcohol hits his system, you know, that he probably is just out of order for saying. You know what I mean? But he don't realize it because he's so drunk. And now that liquor taps into his emotions. And he starts telling this woman everything that he's just been wanting to say when he was sober. But he don't have the courage to say when he's sober. And he says it when he's drunk. <sighs> Darling, do me a favor, will you? Mm-hmm. Yes, baby. It's so good. I'm glad I'm home. Yeah. I'll think about you all day. I'm glad. Do me a favor. Never mind all that. Would you make me a drink, darling? Yes. Oh, just a look of Isaiah. Yeah, put a little something in that glass for me right there, darling. Thank you so much, baby. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. Kavazi. Mm-mm-mm. Make you say yay. Kavazi, <laughs> Darling, put a couple of cubes of ice in there. Cut that warmth off for me there, darling. Thank you, baby. Mm. Oh, whew. that's a good drink. That is a good drink. That. Yeah, cool, Vazi. That's my drink there. Mm-hmm. 
That is my dream. Goodbye to you. Can I ask you something? When the fuck you gonna grow your hair back? I'm tired. Yes, I said, yes, tired. Uh huh, you're bald headed in the mother. You told me you was getting the, the Halle Berry look. Halle Berry don't look like that. I feel like you set me up. Motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Darling, put one more cube of ice in there, mama. We all cut that one thing, you know. Oh, that was good. Can I ask you something? How is it you got more motherfucking shaving bumps than me? Huh? 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 I got more. How do you got more? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Every week, you telling me you gonna get your lip waxed. You might as well just let them take the whole lip. Cause that shit sitting out there like Sasquatch. Fuck that. Fuck that. If I wanted to marry Scotty from the Whisper, bitch, I would have married. <laughs> Motherfucker, fuck that. Fuck that. I said it, huh? 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 Because I feel bad about it, girl. Okay? I said, okay. Okay? You didn't talk to me about it. When you first... Gain five pounds, okay? That was cute, okay? I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit that, okay? That was cute. But 75 pounds, goddamn. What kind of fucking fool you take me for? My motherfucking ankles is still swollen from the last time we toyed around. Look at you. Oh, God, look at you. Oh, that was a good drink there. That is a good drink. I remember when I met you. You was a 115 tender bone. Yes, you were. You was the finest thing my eyes ever seen. You was a roundaway girl. Now you're just a big bitch from up the street. God damn. Huh? Yeah. Motherfucker. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. And I don't like your mother and your family and I don't like none of you motherfuckers. Every year, every year, we gotta do the family thing. Everybody brings potluck. Fuck that. None of you motherfuckers can cook. And your mother, tell her to stay the fuck out of my face. Always in my face. In my how was my macaroni and cheese? It's fucked up, bitch. 
Don't nobody put pasteurized cheese and macaroni and cheese. You got to use cheddar. Cheddar is what you use. My mama told me that.
welcome, welcome, one and all, to Wildcard. I am your host, Spirit. Thank you for joining me on the new platform, which is Anchor. And let's just jump right on into it. The migrant families and children that the Trump administration has ripped apart, they've already missed, I think, two deadlines to reunite these families. Uh, they have until Thursday to have the rest of the children, the rest of the 2,000-something reunited, and they're not even close to being there. Now, I believe on Monday or Tuesday or maybe Monday and Tuesday, they're supposed to be giving uh, an update to the court and judge, thank goodness, has really been on top of it. So, hopefully, this will be resolved very, very soon. It shouldn't have fucking happened in the first place, of course. So, I will talk about that again once there's more progress. And hopefully, the next time I talk to you, it will be resolved completely. But, of course, come on now. (laughs) Come on now. Uh, Rudy, 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 Rudy Giuliani is back. I wonder where the fuck he was. He must have took a little vacation. Went to go stretch his old wrinkled toes out. And now, um, well, Rachel believes that Rudy Giuliani and Trump agreed to release, to leak this audio. And Michael Avenatti believes that Michael Cohen or someone around his immediate area are responsible for leaking the same audio. Now that's a really hard choice. Do I do I think more like Rachel or do I think more like Michael Avenatti? They both have completely plausible points however it it makes more logical sense to me that it was Rudy Giuliani and Trump trying to get ahead of this story and what qualifies that is the fact that Rudy comes out with that old ignorant ass line this is an exculpatory audio tape no, motherfucker, what is wrong with you, man? I thought you studied the law. I mean, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Rudy? Rudy, is anybody checking to make sure Rudy taking his medication? Because the motherfucker looks fucked up every time I see him. I mean, he's just so ridiculous. But anyway, there's a little tape going on. I don't know what the fuck is going on. With the whole situation, Michael Cohen um, and Avenatti ran into each other in a restaurant and had a very vibrant conversation, so Avenatti tells it. Um, and then Michael Cohen also met with the Reverend Al Sharpton, who has made absolutely no bones about being anti-Trump from way back when. So I don't, I don't really know 
what Michael Cohen is doing but on this particular portion I'm going to side with Michael Cohen when he says I'm sorry when I'm going to side with Michael Avenatti when he says that he thinks Cohen is just playing games because if he wasn't and he keeps telling people about he wants to be a good father and he's going to do the right thing for the country and all this good shit then motherfucker what's taking you so long you know get into the fucking chair if you ready to talk I promise you Robert Mueller will swing the fucking door wide open so I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing the same repeat from Michael Cohen or someone talking through you know for Michael Cohen repeating something he said Michael Cohen I don't trust him I don't trust Michael Cohen because he's just a slimy slimy guy but he could if he chose to really truly become a hero in this story you know maybe he can reform through this I don't know I don't trust Michael Cohen you know because it's just like Trump with that bullshit he won't when you go sit down with Mueller every let me let me tell every journalist right now don't ask that fucking question again okay do not ask when Trump is gonna get into the chair with Robert Mueller because the motherfucker never planned to get in the chair in the first place it's a bunch of bullshit as usual you know so don't ask him that shit no more he never intended to get come on now if 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 MSM would apply some common sense they wouldn't ask such stupid questions seriously now what in the fuck look that interview if if if, if and this is a big if and if if was a fifth we'd all be fucked up but if Donald Trump ever got into Mueller's chair voluntarily he's done <laughs> he's done it's over he's going he just he's such a liar it's just going to be so easy because he just talks and talks and talks and usually gets himself in a lot of trouble so you know case closed <laughs> So I want the bitch to get into the chair. You won't get in the chair so bad, bitch. Get that. Now, I won't put all these fucking conditions and shit on there. Motherfucker, Robert Mueller don't work for you. He's working against you. He's working for the people and the truth and the facts. That's what he works for. So stop asking, is he going to sit in the motherfucking chair? No. No, he won't. But if Cohen wants to tell it all, he needs to go ahead and get busy because all the fucking words, hey man, look, I'm tired of all the words and shit. Show me what the fuck you talking about. Period. Let's see. Oh! <laughs> oh, little Manafort. Uh, his trial begins Wednesday uh, in Virginia. And uh, that's uh, going to be interesting, I think. Uh, Manafort has really lost 
every single motion that he's put forward, he's tried to change the venue, he's tried to change the jury pool, I mean, he's just trying, you know, he's trying, trying to change everything, try to move back to the other jail, he, I mean, he's trying, everything he's tried is just nothing, so, womp womp, now, this is my favorite part of what happened this week. On The View, the show on television, uh, it seems that uh, Judge Janine Pirro, and I don't know how the fuck the bitch ever got to be a judge, good God. That's really terrifying. Kind of like Jeff Sessions being a judge. That's really terrifying. But it seems as though Whoopi Goldberg and Judge Janine Pirro got into a really hot argument type thing. And, well... There's two sides of this story. And Piro says that Whoopi uh, just was at the bottom of the stairs when she was trying to pass her. And she told her just to get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of the building, which was great. I would have said the same thing. She wouldn't even came in my fucking building, to tell you the truth. But Whoopi says nobody kicked her out. She walked off. Now, I did read that the people backstage have said, you know, people that work backstage say that Piro was absolutely demanding that she not be on the set with Anna Navarro. She was just really being a total bitch, telling them what she's going to do, when she's going to do it. You know, you don't come to other people's house and tell them how the fuck they're going to run it. I don't know where that bitch thinks she's from, you know, I don't know where the fuck she, <laughs> I don't know where her people, you know, I don't know, you know, bitch, what you talking about, but you don't come to somebody else's house and tell them what the fuck you're gonna do, I don't give a fuck what your name is and what your position is, you just don't do that, but that's what she did, she came around trying to boss them around on the set, probably like she does the fools over at Fox, and, uh, Whoopi let her have it. However, Whoopi let her have it because she definitely let her have it on the set while it was rolling. The camels were rolling. And this part took place like either in, a, in an intermission or a complete break or something like that. I don't know. But that was my absolute favorite part of what happened uh, in the news this week. Oh, Lord. I'll be back a little later close out the show but right now we are going to get right back into the music and I will see you in just a little while and we're going to talk a little bit more about that thing called Trump this DJ is breaking all the knobs off hot shit hot shit here it comes He said, 
get none. I had a chance to run. I pulled out a shotgun. Quick on the draw. I thought I'd be dead. He put the gun to my head and this is what he said. Now my name is MCA. I got a license to kill. I think you know what time it is. It's time to get ill. Now what do we have here? And I owe in his beer. I run this lady. You understand? I've been myself clear. We stepped into the wind. He had a gun. I had a grin. You think the story's over, but it's ready to begin.
And Putin talked about in that right. room. We don't know what Trump may have conceded or promised or given away, what he might have told him um, in terms of U.S. secrets. But because we have to assume the Russians made a recording there, the Russians not only know what happened in that room because Putin was there, they have a recording that they can manipulate to their desire. Right. So whatever they want to make it seem like Trump said, whatever they're going to take to the bank, when they need to say, hey, listen, the U.S. president gave us permission to do this, they are absolutely free to doctor that tape yep. if they need to. I mean, whatever Trump actually said is probably bad enough, but whatever they want to make him say, they can retroactively do. Yeah. And there's no American rebuttal to it because there were no Americans in that room other than Trump and the translator uh, to keep him to keep him honest. And hopefully
He, he's been on me for a long time, and this is not the first time he's called out my name. He's pretty much obsessed with me. He's obsessed with me because I was the one who got the Magnitsky Act in place, which was named after Sergei Magnitsky, who was my lawyer in Russia, who was murdered by the Putin regime. And, and Vladimir Putin hates the Magnitsky Act because it goes after kleptocrats' assets in, in, uh, in the West from Russia. And um, he's got a lot of assets in the West, and he thinks his money's at risk.
had to get me a big ass. The titties is all right, but the ass is kind of flat. The bitch is wide, but it ain't got no weight on it. And see, the brothers know what I mean when I say some weight on it. I want me one of them ball of call asses, you know. I want an ass so big that when I'm walking through the club, a man could just take his drink and lay it up on my ass, and I don't even know it's there. I'm just moving on through the club and shit, knocking drinks off the tables and shit, moving tablecloths over and shit. I want me a big old ignorant ass. Kind of ass you just frown up, you'll be like, damn. That if I'm on top, he rolled me over, I'm still on top. It's a wraparound ass. <laughs> I hate to see other women with big asses. I seen a lady down on Bill Street had a real big old ass. She gonna try to be friendly with me. Now she got a real big old ass, a real flat stomach, but she was flat chested. Came over to me asking me questions and shit. Tell me some more, you know, what can I do to make my titties look really, really big without getting silicone? I said, bitch, get you some toilet tissue. <laughs> and rub it in between your titties. She said, well, how is that gonna help me? I said, I don't know, bitch, but it's done wonders for your ass. <laughs> my children a slogan to carry them over for the week. Mom's slogan this week is quit it if you can't do nothing with it. <laughs> if you can do something with it, get it. <laughs> I have more trouble. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. I was married to one old man and he died. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, mom got out of a job, cause it's the truth. I've been accused of liking young men. And I got a reason. And I'm guilty. <laughs> but mom got broke and the wintertime coming on, didn't have no money, and I married another old man. <laughs> Older than the other one. Old. Older than his birthday. <laughs> and ugly. <laughs> he was so ugly, honest to goodness, he hurt my feelings. <laughs> and have a talk. Somebody's got to die because I can't put up the bill. <laughs> he said, all right. I'll sit down and talk to you. He said, where would you find another man like me? I said, in the graveyard. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Come on. Uh oh, you feel like? Alright. Come on. 
stop now. You done did it. Come on. Uh, yeah. All right. Hold on.
I want to be really clear because there's only a limited um, set of facts or circumstances under which I could or would do that. It would necessitate, obviously, Michael Cohen uh, being dismissed from the current litigation uh, between him and my client. He's a co-defendant with Donald Trump. We would have to settle him out, and there would have to be some very tight parameters around that representation. We would have to have a waiver from my client, who I think would ultimately provide it, and it would have to be in writing. And the only way that I would agree to do that, I want to be really, really clear about this, Joy. The only way that I would agree to do it is if I had 100% confidence that Michael Cohen was ready to do the right thing, fully disclose what he knew about the president, and if he sought my assistance in bringing that information to the American people and divulging it all, putting it all on the table for people to see. Under those limited set of circumstances, I would consider it. Okay, so now Mueller has him a Russian in custody. And the bitch ain't going to. What's the whore's name? Um, Marina Butina. Is it Butina or Butina? I don't know. I heard both. But anyway, the whore. The Russian whore. Mueller's got her. Got that bitch and you don't get no bail, whore. No get out of jail free. Not none of it. So. That part is looking really great. And somehow this whore is, is woven into the NRA and all that nasty money that we already knew was flowing through the NRA into these campaigns and super PACs. We knew this. But now we have a face to go with the whore. And with so many actions, we've, this bitch has been all over the place, man. I mean, the bitch was at the prayer breakfast. Taking pictures with Rick Santorum, and she's just taking pictures with every fucking body. I mean, what do you, what's going on? <laughs> Whatever's going on, I bet Mueller's gonna find out. I bet he's way, 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 way like light years ahead of all of us right now. And I'm okay with that because I trust him. Not often I say that about a man, but I trust him. <laughs> now, I, 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 you know, I, I cannot really move past what the fuck happened in Helsinki on Monday. Um, Trump and them are trying to change the narrative and all that shit, but I can, I can pretty much guarantee that your televised treason and betrayal of this country and our intelligence communities is, is never going to be forgotten. I can pretty much guarantee that is going to stay hot and heavy because now, more than hearing about it, we've literally seen it. Did y'all, I know y'all saw this. When Putin came out, he was all smiles like the fucking wolf that got into the hen house with a key. He was smiling his ass off and Trump came out looking like a whooped grab pussy. And he wanted to use that old soft ass voice. I think it's, I think it's an excellent idea. I think it's great. Did you hear what he said? Um... Whatever Vladimir Putin has on this motherfucker, I'm telling you, it is very heavy. 
it's, it's extremely heavy and so blatantly obvious now it is no way in the world that these fucking republicans will ever do the right thing so that means we have to do the right thing and the right thing is to vote them the fuck out of office each and every one of them is ne- if necessary they gotta go because they're giving Trump all the leeway they can give him to just do whatever the fuck he wants say whatever the fuck he wants and there is no walk back from televised treason okay and I'm tired of hearing that stupid ass phrase well Trump not apologizing he doubling down look let me tell you something the ugly orange motherfucker can triple double down if the fuck he wants to facts are fucking facts and who are you gonna believe me or your lying eyes my fucking lying eyes bitch every time I mean this happened and this is serious and these fucking republicans are acting like this was a good thing and he straightened it all out he didn't straighten our motherfucking thing out he would wouldn't he wouldn't and wouldn't and wouldn't and wouldn't and wouldn't would, would. motherfucker please what was the problem did the gentle slip out sure took you a long fucking time to come up with that little excuse i could see old widescreen head miller sitting in there oh i got it let's put a wood let's put the contraction on there and that that fix it wrong he had every opportunity to tell a little ugly bald-headed gremlin from the fucking Kremlin we know what the fuck you did don't do it again we're watching you we're guarding against but I never expected Trump to say no shit like that but I also really never expected to see him look like such a whooped pussy I mean what the fuck did that mean Give him some some fucking shock therapy or something. Cause Vladimir looked like the the cat that swallowed the canary. And Trump just looked like a grab pussy. You know, it was really obvious. It just it's the body language, the confidence which with with which they both spoke. Vladimir was over a hundred percent. And Trump was under 1%. But when he's around allies and NATO and the G7, oh, well, he could talk all kinds of good shit. But when it's Putin, it's a no. I haven't heard him say one bad word about Putin ever. And yet, once again, Republicans sitting on their collective asses not doing a fucking thing about trying to find out what the fuck did they talk about in that goddamn two hour plus meeting one on one we want the fucking interpreter either subpoena her or hopefully she can volunteer or something but we need to know what the fuck happened in that room 
because it's being written that Putin is saying, hey, Trump gave up Crimea. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who the fuck did you tell about that, bitch? So we cannot rely on Russia, the Russian side, or Trump's side because he don't even really have a side. Ten times out of ten, Putin was taping that shit because that's how he rolls. You know, he does that. So we need the interpreter so she can tell us what concessions Trump made like he made to Kim Jong-un, gave him everything and got not a fucking thing but a suck my dick in return because Kim Jong-un not thinking about you. He never had an intention on giving up his nuclear, never. So we need to find out what the fuck happened in that room, period. And for all those who are protesting at the White House, bravo, it's beautiful, don't let up. Because we're really at a very, very immensely critical stage here. And we have to keep our eyes open and watch what's going on. Listen to the experts and journalists who tell us the truth, but we also have to use, you know, our common sense out here. And watch this shit. Because when a when a when an animal is cornered, it will do just about any fucking thing, including biting off, off his own foot or arm or whatever to get free. So with that type of mentality, because that's what Trump is right now. He's a cornered animal. All the walls are closing in on the motherfucker. I know he think he's gonna stick old Kavanaugh and then it's gonna be all good, but it's not gonna happen the way you think it will, bitch. See how Mueller, and, and this is the thing he failed to realize. Mueller watches the news. Rosenstein, they watch the news. They know what's going on. They know everything. They don't say nothing, but they know what's going on. You see how Mueller came out with those indictments for the 12 Russians? Right before that motherfucking summoned in Helsinki, Mueller pays attention to everything everything so this is going to be this is really going to be a trip and wh where in the fuck did he ever think this was a good idea that you going you going to hand over ambassador michael mcfall or bill Browder, bitch neither one going anywhere you're not handing over shit if you want to hand over something to russia Hand over your Slovenian slut. I'm sure she'll fit in perfectly with all the rest of the Russian wars. And they'll show her what to do. Or she can show them what to do. You know, sisterhood in the whorish community. But Bill Browder's not going any fucking where because Putin wants to kill him. He don't want to talk to him. He wants to kill him. Like he did his attorney, Magnitsky. Which is the act, this is the whole big thing the Magnitsky Act that is holding that money and that's what Putin wants the money see so he doesn't want to talk to Bill Browder he wants to kill him he doesn't want to talk to Ambassador McFall he wants to kill him and you think we're going to send Mueller over that bitch so he can kill him oh no 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 
we're not having any of that shit. And what the fuck was that ignorant ass resolution in the house? It wasn't even a fucking binding. What is this non-binding shit? We want shit that does bind. What the fuck was the point of even taking the vote if it doesn't, if it's not binding? Somebody explain it to me because <laughs> I'm missing something here. Congress has failed us time and time and time and time and time and time again. So, now, we got to keep paying attention to what's going on, of course, but November's coming, y'all. November 6th. Tell your neighbors, your friends, your cousins, your uncle, your, you know, everybody. Make sure they register to vote. I got two teenagers, only one is getting ready to vote. I'm so happy about that. And it's important that we get these millennials out. Because it's gonna, we're gonna rock this fucking vote. Congress has refused to allocate more funding to protect our relations. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. They don't give a fuck that Putin fucks around in our electric grids, in our elections. They don't care anything about that because they're so pitiful, pathetic, and absolutely tragically sad that they don't have skills to do anything else. They don't have the skills to do the fucking job that they have. But yet, they have an emergency hearings on emails and text messages. Not the migrant children. No, no, no. In the cages. No, no, never. Not the terrorists. Oh, no, never. And all of these things are within their power to do, and they refuse. They refuse to be oversight. They refuse to be a co-equal branch. They insist upon being Trump's flunkies, his water boys, his gophers, his shit cleaners. So I hope there's a shit cleaning job on the outside for him. Because come November 6th, we plan for that blue wave to wash you motherfuckers to clean on up out the Congress. Bye-byes. Before I go, tonight and tomorrow night, and it could have aired already, I don't know, uh, by the time you all hear this. But BBC had a report about um, a piece that's coming out uh, on Trump about how he used to have... uh, I think in the 80s, 90s, something around up in there, he used to have cocaine-fueled sex with very young teenagers, like 14, 15. You know, and, you know, that's really not a surprise for me. Why? Because <laughs> we talking about Donald Trump. He's fucking disgusting. He's as disgusting as the fuck you could get. Any man or whatever that talks about and lusts after their own flesh and blood daughter is one sick depraved fucking being so once you take that in nothing is off the limits for him nothing would be off limits if he could get away with talking about his daughter like that what the fuck would he care about anybody else's children? You know? The, what, what the fuck would they... Wouldn't care nothing about that. What does that mean to him? Hmm. 
ridiculous. But that's going to be on uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Um, I can't tell you what channel. I saw the uh, article really, really briefly. But if you can, check it out because I plan to find it and check it out as well. I'm Spirit. That is my time. I'm out of here. Gotta go. Thank you for joining me on Wildcard. I will be back here next Saturday, 10 p.m. with the podcast just sitting there waiting for you. And right now, I am going to fold. Gladly. <laughs> and I'm going to leave you with two pair. This has been Wildcard. I'm Spirit. And I will see you again next Saturday. Peace, y'all.
there'll be no remnants, no trace, no residual we'll feelings within you. Then you won't remember me. Your face will be the reason I smile, but I will not see what I cannot have forever. I'll always love you. I hope you feel the same. Whoa. When my affliction had to fill out my prescription Found the way I'm a I had to set you free